Hey, everybody. Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? Hmm. Yeah, same way I was thinking, too. So when I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions. How do I record an episode? How do I get my show into all the apps people like to listen to? How do I make money from my podcast? The answer to every one of these questions is really simple. Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now Anchor can match you with a great sponsor who wants to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast, make money doing it, go to anchor.fm slash start to join me in the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. Hey, y'all. It's your girl, and I have a very special guest that I'm bringing on today. He is so special to me. I actually have my hand on top of his hair right now. He has a head full of beautiful hair. And we go all the way back over a decade ago. That's a long time, right? Mm-hmm. All right, so the guest is my husband. <laughs> Mario he just looked at me and I just wanted to bring him on because he's just a he's I call him a freaking genius like he can run numbers in his head I'm I'm sitting over here like okay one plus one is two and if I be like all right what's two thousand times I'm gonna say two thousand twenty five like he's he he has it he comes with it and he's even good with like business he's a serial entrepreneur um, right here from Atlanta, straight from the West Side. <laughs> and, um, I mean, like, I was sitting here talking to him, <clears throat> listen to him, and, um, I was just having, like, all these different questions. And so the main question, and I think this would be a good, like, starter for him and for us to really get into this. I was like, what, like, when you get ready to do your business entrepreneurial ideas, like, how do you do it like without opposition from other people and his response to me was just like wow i never looked at it like that he was pretty much like i don't even think about that i don't even think about opposition from other people i just do what it is i want to do so i'm gonna let him talk now i'm gonna give him (laughs) some time just to share like the way he operates and he, I don't know if he's going to share his businesses and stuff, but just just some entrepreneurial business tips, just some simple stuff, because he's a, a, a simple man when it comes to this stuff. So, hey, Mario. Hey, y'all. How you doing today? <laughs> he's so silly. <laughs> so, these are um, the listeners, and they, they want to hear, like, they want to pick your brain. I mean, you know, you want to pick my brain. Yeah. I guess, you know. What? It'll work. But but how do you make it work? Like, let's say I come to you right now and I'm like, hey, I have an idea. Because, um, you know, I have some, some very creative juices that flow. And but I'm I'm feeling like I don't know if I should do it because such and such might say this. What like what would you say? Such such might say this. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't even think about that shouldn't even be on your mind with such such is thinking because. 
if you're trying to do something like open up a business all your energy should be going towards opening up the business because hmm. there's a lot of stuff you got to do when you open up a business a legitimate business right going in most most people they do you know they do everything sometimes some people can afford to pay somebody to do the clerical part but for the most part you know you go in because you're trying to save a little bit um, you're doing everything so how can you give somebody some energy worry about what they're thinking because if you're going to do something that means your mind is made up Hmm. you're going to do it so if you're going to do it do it and that's just the whole focus just focus on doing it don't worry about what nobody's saying I mean if you already know that you're going to do it you already made your mind up you want to do it okay hit the gas don't even look back. Have you always thought like that when it comes to just, I guess, like business and stuff? I mean, it's just the way, like you said, how you operate. Hmm. This is, you know, this is how you operate. You know, because, but, you know, sometimes if, you know, you got to, use judgment too so if you see something going wrong or whatever going on you still gotta think you just try to think ahead just try to think ahead when it comes to business you just try to have a little cushion think ahead you know kind of like when people say stay 10 steps in front of somebody What what's that people be saying yeah something like that yeah so in your entire life you're not old how many businesses do you think you've had? Like, <laughs> seriously, I know how many. I know, but I'm just saying. I know how many. Like, since we've been together, like, how many? Do it's you... not that. I mean, it's just like you know, legitimate hustles. You know. But um, how many? What's a? Give me a number. Give... It's, not, it's not a whole lot. Legitimate, a legitimate hustle. For you. For real. How many? How? I can think of at least. Ten. Ten. <laughs> I no, really can't. No, okay, no, no, no. six. Okay, nine. Nine. Six. Yeah. Okay, we did the what? The um. The detailing. The, well, okay, that was legitimate. It's a mobile detailing. Mhm. And then the um, auto broker. Mhm. Um, the trucks. Mhm. Legitimate. What else? They all legit. Um, I'm just saying those are. What else have we done? Oh, we was trying to do that cleaning thing one time. That's a long... Ooh, we tapped in and we tapped right back out. So, that's four. No, I mean, we ain't really, we ain't really getting to the cleaning. That's why I said. We tapped in and tapped right back out. Like, we didn't even really push it like that. And there's some more. I just can't think off the top of my head. I know it is. I know you... And then, like, um... You did what you call it? The what? The insurance thing. Oh yeah, I remember the insurance, and I mean, like it's it's been a lot. It's been a lot, and but I I feel like we both found our niche, our niche as a couple with doing entrepreneurship, and our niche individually, um, with doing it. And it, I mean, it pretty much makes it to where we feed off each other's energy. We both come from families where 
if not one or both of our parents were entrepreneurs. And so I think that played a part in how we operate. So like, when do you think you first got your bright light to be like, ooh, I can make my own money? Like, what was it? Okay, well, my dad, you know, had his store. And um, I see the customers used to come in and buy stuff. And um, I, sometimes I'd be with him when he go, i say, re-up <laughs> on the snacks. For the store. Yeah. The C-store. So, I mean, I know everybody like little snacks and stuff. I mean, as a kid, I was with probably like, I was in the sixth grade. I think I was in the sixth grade. Oh, no, 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 no. I was in... Okay, I was in the fifth grade. Going, yeah, going to the sixth. So, starting the fifth grade. Started getting candy. You was the candy man? Candy man. <laughs> well, candy boy. Candy, yeah. Candy boy. By, by 20, what, 24 pack of Snickers. 24 pack of Twix. Um, You'll be selling in the neighborhood or where? I just kept it in my book bag. So at school? So at school. Did the teachers know? <laughs> they knew. They were closing in. The they were buying? <laughs> no, 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 no. They weren't buying? No. Oh, like, okay. Few, I had a few haters. Ah, oh, man. That was closing in on me, you know, made it a little difficult. <laughs> but um, <laughs> some of uh, the rest of them didn't care. They didn't care. Because they'll come looking for me. Come looking for, <laughs> <laughs> looking for the candy in the book bag. No, they used to come trying to find because they wanted to buy some candy. Teacher wanted to buy the candy. Sometimes the teacher oh, sent That's funny. Yeah, I have my, my snacks, double my money, you know. And then, what, when I was, I think I was like 14, I, I had to be younger because um, I was riding that bike around the store then. So I used to go water this guy's grass when he used to go out, um, like out of town. But um, he had like a um, his yard was just full of plants, just in the west. He, um, he stayed in the West End. His name was Paul. Mm. And um, his yard was just full of flowers and all kind of. Stuff. <laughs> <laughs> like, he was fanatic about like greener, you know, the greenery. He had a green stuff. thumb. I wish yeah. I had a he green, had a green thumb, thumb like that. He's just. I mean, whole yard just plants and all kind of stuff going on. So I used to have to come over there and keep them watered. So then you went from the candy boy. No, no, no. I, was, I, did, that was my first, I think that was my first one right there. Oh. I went. I went the uh, opposite direction. So I did that first, and then I started doing the candy. Um. After the candy, I started working. Worked that way, Phil. So wait. Okay. Mm-hmm. So. You started working in middle school or in ninth grade? Because you working in the ninth grade. Wow. So do you think when you started working, because you were already in the entrepreneur mindset, you saw your dad running his store and getting your supplies when he would go get his stuff for the store? Do you think by you going to work, you started seeing how much you were making? working your job at the at the, the grocery store versus you making your own money 
Or did it kind of balance out as a kid? It didn't really balance out as a kid because, you know, you know, I, I anyway, I, I had outgrew the candy. But I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I can't go to high school trying to sell candy. Still be cool, you know. On the west side. I mean, I could do it in a cool manner, but you know, I, I just wasn't trying to sell no candy around no school. And then they was doing that anyway. Every five seconds, you know, somebody selling some. Um, what was it? What was it? You know, they'll be selling the Girl Scout cookies. Oh, yeah. Then they'll be selling them little chocolate balls. You remember back in the days they used to sell them little chocolate balls? The almonds. Oh, the world's <laughs> finest chocolate. Man, I sold them things. Let me tell you right, real quick. <laughs> I sold them in kindergarten. I sold, like, outsold everybody in the school to the point to where I became principal for a day in kindergarten. I didn't even tell my people I was bringing this candy home every day. I was just show up and get in the car. You know, I went to Catholic school. So I would show up and get in the car with boxes of candy in my arms and my book bag. And my grandmama would take it to her job and sell it to the teachers there. And my really? mama would sell it. I'm so serious. You had a lot of support. I had a lot of support, which I think that plays a big part in being, being an entrepreneur. I mean... I think by your dad allowing you to go with him on his runs to get stuff for the C-store or whatever, like, that made a difference. Even though, you know, your your dad was a quiet man, but he was, a, he was one of those, I like to call it a silent leader, where you had to be right there and you had to just be mindful of the, the moves he was making because it made sense. And just the stories that I've heard of him... um just going into entrepreneurship and the the people that he was around to learn how to create wealth, which is a big deal, you know, especially back then, especially in the black community and on the west side. Like here in Atlanta, that's that's like something where black people have opportunities that a lot of other people in other states of color probably don't have because we're afforded with Things that are right here in front of us, but we have to reach out and get them. And we have to be willing to be a risk taker, which is a big deal being a risk taker, which I've seen in you as a serial entrepreneur <laughs> with a, your a your latest logistics, transportation logistics company. Like that's just a that's a big that's that was a big move. At first I was kinda like, What? We about to do what? That was What? I, I guess because at the time you, you, you told me, and like you said, you don't, you, so pretty much with Mario, he'll come to me with an opportunity or with something that's on his mind, but he's not coming for my validation in a sense. He's coming more to say, Hey, this is what I research this is what I have. This is what I'm about to do. And I never forget. We were in Miami at their wedding. And remember, we had to we end up flying in and flying out of Fort Lauderdale, so we had to drive up to Fort Lauderdale from Miami. And you were like, "Yeah, on the way to the airport. Look, y'all, we're on the way to the airport." He's like, "Yeah, I gotta meet this man. <laughs> gotta meet this man about this truck." So I'm already looking like, "What the heck? Like, we don't know nobody down here like that to be meeting nobody by the truck." And it wasn't like no pickup truck. What size is that box truck? It's a 24-foot box 24-foot box truck. Like, we just about to meet this random man 
that he found out there that's selling this box shirt because he was trying to, I guess, get rid of some of his equipment or whatever. And we met the guy maybe a few hours before we were supposed to fly out. Mario sealed a deal. We ended up no, it ain't go like that. It was similar to that where you basically was like, Okay, I like it, I'm gonna I'm gonna see what is what's gonna happen in Georgia and then we left and then we flew back to pick the truck up and then we had to drive, y'all. Ooh, that was a long drive. But <laughs> No, I just told him, you know, I like it and everything, gave him a little number and just kinda of negotiate the deal. That's why, you know, it took a little minute, but I put a number out there then. Eventually he came around to it. And see that's how he that's how Mario is, like a negotiator too. With the that's that's like a gift with those numbers to negotiate it because some people, you know, like if they be like, Oh, I'm selling this for fifteen thousand, Mario is not gonna be like, Oh, okay. He gonna negotiate that fifteen thousand <laughs> Because he's like, shoot, you got to meet me in the middle. Ain't nobody about to be out here just dropping no money off the first thing you say. Especially if it's like person to person, like private sale or whatever. And so that's just the type of person that he is. Um, And I love it. I love him for that because I can go to him when I have my... You're welcome. When I have my um, business challenges and just say... What you think about this? Because I'm that person. I, I think he says I overplan and being analytical and writing stuff down instead of just doing it. But I just be trying to make sure I'm not going to have to keep coming back to something that I could have kind of taken care of before. That's good, though. It is. Yeah. It is. Mm-hmm. I guess it's like we, uh, yeah, I guess by him moving before he actually sits and, and really writes it down like I do. I guess I support him in that way and then he supports me in a way to kind of push me to just do it and then we'll get to it when we get to whatever if it's a hurdle that's right there so um yeah that's how the Jacksons roll and I want to share this other little backstory really quick he probably doesn't remember but I remember the day that we actually had to kind of like really meet and talk with each other when we was at Home Depot that time, like when we first met, like we first met, and I never forget we were on the lighting aisle, and <laughs> he's just looking at me, and it felt as though we already knew each other, because we pretty much this is before like all of the the car business and all that stuff, we pretty much poured each other like poured on each other our dreams of entrepreneurship on a different level. I remember telling him that I wanted to own a bounce house company. He told me he always wanted to be a, um, a, a auto broker, and all that came to pass. Like we pretty much spoke, and we moved. Now this is even before we were dating. Like we barely—I don't even know if we knew each other's last name at the time. But hmm. here we are. What thirteen years later? Fourteen years later? Yeah. Still in the game. Yep. Even when it gets challenging <laughs> <laughs> and we look at each other like really we still here. So Yep, still here. Still here. Still here. So
so that's how we that's how we move in a nutshell ain't no secrets we pray um we find scriptures you know true and true <laughs> and that's us you got any final words you want to say uh, just tell everybody you know stay safe you know keep striving stay safe and keep striving that's a good one all right I'll see y'all later. Peace.